If you beat the top, what you expect away, I will destroy you. <laughs> Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to this. Hello! 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 Ha- I think I'm just doing the same note every time. <laughs> it's like the jingle all over again. Like over again, yeah. <laughs> when I first made that jingle, I showed my mum. I was like, oh, mum, I spent ages making this jingle. Do you want to listen to it? And she was like, oh, yeah. She listened to it and goes, oh, it's very good. But you're both tone deaf. Uh, yep, you know, thank you, Ms. Hoss. Thank you. Uh, and thank you, the listener, for telling us the same thing as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dan, how are you doing, man? I am good, Matt. I am good. Ready to rock. Ready to, ready to rumble. Was that Anton Deck? I don't know what that was. It's, I just said ready to rumble. Podcast listener. Tis a special day. Podcast listener. Just one. I'm trying to trying to be more intimate with okay, the. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, sorry. I'm trying to make it into a put. Sorry, put the, whole, the, the the massive swathes of uh, uh, listeners out yep. there. Hi, mum. We have a special day today, and it's it's a day I've been scared about. I'll be honest, because today, you've guessed it. We're doing the Weetabix challenge, everyone. Dum dum dum. Before we tell them about the Weetabix challenge, Dan. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Matt Hoss. I'm a cool-ass comedian. You are? I am Dan Rhodes. I am also really cool. And I'm about to smash 12 Weetabix. Uh, sorry, he, he missed his line there. What you're supposed to say is he's a Weetabix addict. Uh, <laughs> and today is about him getting over that addiction because it's not okay. Uh, By eating Weetabix. And also, this is a podcast about myths and where we talk about ancient Greek and uh, uh, Roman myths. However... We've got a special thing happen today. Dan, what are we doing today? Well, in a previous episode, we mentioned... It just happened that we got onto the fact that I eat a lot of weed bicks for well, breakfast. So, and then during the month, you know... Dan is very blase about this. It's not, oh, a couple of weed bicks. It's a lot of weed bicks. It's minimum five weed bicks per morning. Yeah. Often six. And, like, that's rid- like, and I have weed bicks at night sometimes as well. Is there any point where you're like, you know what, I don't fancy weed bicks? No. <laughs> See, that's an addiction right there. And in episode six, where we talk about it, you reference the fact that Weetabix is like heroin to you <laughs> and your body just adjusts to it. Yeah. Look, uh, as everyone familiar with Weetabix knows, <laughs> the Weetabix gang, you know. Yeah. Is there a community the, of Weetabix? Uh, I don't know. I should probably get on the forum. Um, <laughs> you know, I appreciate it's a weird thing because it is very bland. I mean, it's, no, it's nothing special. Oh, did I just say... It's nothing special. <laughs> oh, God, what have I done? You've just insulted the only person that will truly love you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in a box of Weetabix, they come in like, you know, the little paper packet, like the stacks. A stack of Weetabix. And each stack is 12. So you said, can I eat 12, you know, a stack in, um, can I eat 12 Weetabix in the time it takes us to record a podcast? A podcast. That's roughly about an hour, 55 minutes an hour. Uh, yeah. Although less than that, because it will start, in a, you know. Yeah, we haven't officially started yet because we thought we need to introduce this madness first. We do. Uh, and it's, yeah, so the way I'm trying to approach it is that I want, I said I'd buy him 100 Weetabix if he could do 12 within the hour. And uh, if you listened to episode 6 thoroughly and didn't skip past it, 
Dan went on a tirade about how he eats his wheat bix with a hot milk and a, a variety of different uh, cereals and whatnot. Yeah, like there's you know different things I do with it. However, today is just plain wheat bix, nothing with it. It's plain wheat bix, no and, toppings, and a big one, Matt. A big one. This is part of the rules. Instead of using hot milk, Dan. He's going against his uh, his his own principles here. He's using cold milk. That is something you stipulated. Yeah, and it's like it's going to be a bit difficult for you, Dan, isn't it? It is. It's because you, you're going to have to fight through the pain because you don't like using cold milk. Okay, here's the thing with cold milk. It just uh, warm milk kind of makes the wheat bix a bit stodgier, if you will, a bit softer. So it's just a bit maybe a bit easier to eat. <laughs> so this is essentially like playing away from home for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's it's still it's still wheat bix. You still you still good. You you're still gonna smash it. But you're playing. And I've eaten it with cold milk many a time. I'm not you know it's not like I'm new to this. I have had <laughs> wheat bix with cold milk before. Yeah, it, it's just not my preferred wheat bix. I don't know what to word it. Preferred. Think of a, uh, like a really good word that would d- describe what I'm trying to make out of... I mean, at the end of the day, all I'm talking about is Weetabix and milk. I'm trying to make it sound cooler than it is. Please. It's, it's nice that your lust for Weetabix has affected your brain. This is why I'm trying to get you to stop. And uh, what's going to happen if you don't make the 12 within the podcast record, Dan? Now, this is... We haven't actually stipulated what will happen if I don't do 12. I think Dan should give up Weetabix for a whole month. No, that's too much. I can do it. Because <laughs> that means... I, I mean, what else would I eat? Other cereals. Mashed potato. <laughs> I do eat a lot of mashed potato too. Also, we're not going to do a mashed potato challenge. That is going to take way too long. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I think people would switch off. Yeah, they would. Um, <laughs> What's going to happen if you fail? Firstly, you lose your dignity because you were worried because you you big yourself. Had, up. I did big it up. Uh, I did big it up that I would be able to do twelve. I haven't eaten today as well either. We are doing this twelve. Well, it's important for the podcast to know it's twelve o'clock. Yes, Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> and I haven't eaten today, so I am actually. I'm looking forward to this because I, I just I'm hungry. <laughs> I want something to eat. <laughs> Guys, I think I've really messed up here. He, I was speaking to his flatmate, and apparently he wolves down like five within a minute. And, and before the podcast, he was showing me his Weetabix bowl. Weren't you, Dan? <laughs> oh, it's got it right here. Yeah. It's my Weetabix bowl. Are you taking a picture of my Weetabix bowl? I'm taking a picture. This, that, that was the last picture before you die. Really. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's going to be used on like... Uh, to be honest... If you die from a Weetabix overdose, that that would be good for me in the podcast. Publicity. So, yeah, if you yeah. if you could, that would because we think you might puke live on podcast. I don't, I I don't think my body would would do that to me. <laughs> I don't think it would waste Weetabix like that. <laughs> waste I think it. I, my heart would rather d- stop than puke up Weetabix. Uh, we should also mention, like you said, that um, we are still going to do the myth. You're oh. going to be doing the myth. We're going to be talking about the myth in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, and yeah. if you don't know, if you haven't listened to uh, Miss already, this is a weird way for you to start. This I, is a uh, very weird episode. I, Maybe go, go back, back a few. Yeah, you go back a few. Uh, <laughs> not, not to episode six, though, because we also talk about week bits a lot in that. We but, do. Uh, well, that's where this first came up. Y- yeah. The only reason we couldn't do it episode seven it's was because I'd already eaten lunch just before we started, and it, and just, it just didn't work out. A bit inconvenient as well. You know, week bits, it's a, it's a hard thing to balance, really. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah, so we're going to be telling you a myth uh, in a couple of minutes' time, uh, and we'll also be giving it ranking, where you give it um, a mark out of... Uh, 40 across many different uh, subjects and categories like life skills morality WTF and also creativity as well so keep an eye out for them 
And but uh, mostly we just talk about the myths. We have a laugh about them. They're new to us. Greek myths are often quite weird and wonderful. And yeah, there are some hilarious things that come up. But obviously, we're going to see how much Dan can eat. Before we start, Matt, may I leave and get the milk? Before you do that, Dan, you said something quite funny on the back of the Weetabix box. So you have it right here, don't you? Uh, I do. And on on the top of the uh, the box, it has a, a picture of some Weetabix, some natural yogurt, uh, a drizzle of honey, and some strawberries. And as, Dan, a, as a serving suggestion, it says. And how did you react to that, Dan? I said, well, firstly, I said, I pointed to it and said to you, Matt, if you ever do this to Weetabix in front of me, I'll befriend you. <laughs> and it's actually other... a lot stronger than that, Dan. <laughs> and the other thing I said was that this, to me, is like on the back of a cigarette packet when it has like a picture <laughs> of like, you know, a cancerous lung. And they're like, don't smoke, it kills. Yeah. And it's designed to turn you off. That turns me off Weetabix. <laughs> I have to can't look at it. Imagine putting yogurt on a Weetabix. He's lit- like, he literally has his... Weetabix bowl, Weetabix spoon, and also a massive box of wheat. This isn't a normal thing, Dan. Also, it is important to work out that we worked out earlier that if I were to eat all 12, then I will have consumed 816 calories worth of Weetabix. Which is a lot of Weetabix. This is, this is your buddy Holly moment, it isn't is. it? Matt, I'm actually really hungry. Can I go get some milk? Dan. I want to start this. You get the ceremonial milk. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. See you never. We need to do something about this. This is not okay. He's a monster. We need to stop him. Definitely gonna win. I, I can't really afford a hundred wheat bakes. You know. How's the ceremonial milk? It was good. Liam, my flatmate, just wished me well. Well, he was also saying goodbye. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry. What were you telling the viewers? The li- oh, I keep saying viewers. You you don't understand it's a podcast, do you? No. <laughs> uh, one day, Dan. Also, we've got four pints of milk here, and Weedabix takes up a lot of milk, so it would be interesting to see how much milk this takes. Because cold milk, that's also why I do warm milk, it's better for the... I talked about episode six, we might go into it. Uh, so, Dan, are you ready to start the Weedabix challenge? Um, yes. Alright, let's start. And uh, as we go through, we're... <laughs> <laughs> Matt's laughing, because, you know, Weedabix, the crumbs have just exploded yeah. all over the bowl, which is quite funny. I'll get my Weetabix. I'll get my Weetabix spoon dirty. <laughs> All right. Well, that's one Weetabix. How? Right. Can, can we do a? Can we just see a trial of Weetabix? What do you mean a trial? Oh, you're gonna do it all now, are you? Well, I'm gonna put four. I'm gonna do it in fours, I think. Okay. We'll see you back uh, for the myth in a second. Okay, well, we have a very special myth today. Just like so you know, we're going to start on the count of three. Well, I've got four, I'm doing it in fours. I'm yes. going to do it in fours. So I've got to do, you know, three three bowls of four Weetabix. And he's already filled up with milk. Uh, I'm ready to go with this one. Well, may the best man win, Dan. Thank you, I'm going to pace myself. I've got time, I'm not going to rush. What's your game plan? I'm just going to chip away at it, do you know what I mean? Just, just, I'm going to make it, na- if I eat it naturally like I would do normally, yeah. I think that's the best way. I'm not going to overthink it. Um, would... <laughs> This I'm is doing, ridiculous. I'm doing way. a podcast with a bowl of Weetabix. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going to be at the end. You're going to turn it at the end, Dan. Let's say if you're pushed for time, we're nearly at the end of the podcast. Would you eat it raw, like a raw biscuit? Or would you just? No, I wouldn't. Is that against your ethics? I don't think I'm going to. Hopefully, pace myself. All right. Well, on the marks, get set, go. I'm taking my first bite, Matt. I can't watch this. This is gross. Mm. Good so far? Yeah, cold milk making a difference. Oh, uh, well, the thing is that uh, Dan, uh, whilst eating like a pig, he also has to do this podcast with me. And today we're doing a really cool myth. It's about Pygmalion and Galatea. Is that how you say it, Dan? Mm. 
quite a heavy episode of me. <laughs> oh, sorry. Got a big mouthful. Yeah. I'm going to pace myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just eating it. I'm just eating wee bits like I normally would. Also, my game plan is that I'm going to be um, trying to get through this myth as quickly as possible. So it's about Pygmalion, and here we go. Oh, this is from the website Greek. One down. We'll let you know how many he's getting through. So here we go. The strange sculptor, Pygmalion, was a sculptor par excellence, a man who he gave to everyone a lifelike ivory appearance. His deep devotion to his art spared him no time to admire the beauty of women. <laughs> That's like uh, me in video games, really. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so devoted to getting 100%. Dan, have you... Um... I think that's the same with you and Weetabix, you know. Yes, just... I'm on number three, by the way. <laughs> no, you just did one a second ago. Like, I'll be honest, we had to edit out the bit where uh, the first line was fucked up, right? So we had to do it a couple of times. That was like 30 seconds, though. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm going to be... Two and so, a half. I'm so in debt. Um, Dan, can I sabotage? Oh, I need to get on. His sculptures were the only beauty he knew. For reasons known only to him, Pygmalion despised and shunned women, finding solace only in his craft. In fact, he was so condemning to women that he had vowed never to marry. See, I think I know what his problem is straight away. <laughs> this guy is like, like a, I bet he calls women feminazis. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Pygmalion is like proper alt-right, isn't he? What uh, <laughs> like, a cool name, though. Pygmalion. Pygmalion. Is not... First name or last name? Or is it just like Ronaldinho? It's just his name. <laughs> Pygmalion is the Ronaldinho. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, well, it's quite weird because like, he seems like... He, he, He's devoted to his art, and in the first kind of paragraph, it's like, oh, he, he has no time to admire the, uh, admire the beauty of women. But in the second paragraph, he's like, oh, fuck him, I don't like him anyway. He seems quite rejected. He, mm. And Big Merlin's a neckbeardy kind of bloke on the internet. He's an incel, isn't he? Do you know incels? No. Incels... The reference went straight over my Weetabooks. <laughs> incels are a group of people online, uh, a virgin men, basically a community of men who hate women because they um they've never slept with them and they get angry towards women because they don't sleep they're involuntary celibates that's insult okay. and they're such a vile and puerile group of people and also so just because women won't sleep with them and they get really angry and they get but really maybe that's because they're horrible people yeah that's that's literally what it is like you've got it in one really and uh if they're very exclusive as well so if if you were a massive insult and a woman so happens to have sex with you they wouldn't let you back into the community <laughs> It's really messed up. But it's, surely it sounds like their ultimate goal is to have sex. So why well, would they... That's it. But they, they kind of they enjoy the involuntary celibacy of it. Mm. Guys, he's finished. He's nearly finished the fourth one already. <laughs> How are you feeling? Pretty good. Well, I have six every morning, so... <laughs> if anything, you're still peckish. <laughs> I am. Uh, so let's carry on. One fine day, Pygmalion calmed the statue of a woman of unparalleled beauty. So she looked so gentle and divine that he could not take his eyes off the statue. So it's kind of weird that he hates women, but he also likes to make them as well. Yeah. Is he making a sex doll here? I think it's a fetish. Yeah. For ivory sculptures. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Pygmalion. What do you think of him? Well, I don't know whether to be creeped out by him or feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I have used that sentence when describing our friendship. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't want me. Drick <laughs> <laughs> and I would ever make a sex doll, Dan? I don't know if you'll ever make one, but I certainly know you've purchased them. <coughs> Dan, I told you not to mention that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have your Weetabix addictions, I have my sex dolls today. Yeah. <laughs> In the next one, I'm going to do a sex doll <laughs> challenge. <laughs> <laughs> if I... You're not going to do that now. 
And by the way, that was a joke. I don't actually... I just don't know. <laughs> you do? Do you? Yeah. No, no, I don't. No, no. I'm, I'm a very nice person, Dan. Do you, have you ever owned a sex doll? No. Have you ever used one? No. Well, that's one ball down. <laughs> Mate, you're going through them. Four weed bits. Tick. All right. That's, I, I need to carry I'm on. I'm a third of the way through my stack of weed bits. The more I think about it, though, I think the last, the last four are going to be... They're not going to be quite tough, actually, I think. You're like Rocky Balboa. <laughs> There's going to be a film made at this moment, isn't there? There is. You do have that advantage of... Uh, you have to, We have to stop the podcast uh, when you do ruffle out the stack, so you have that lot of time to yourself. All right, I need to crack on. <clears throat> Enchanted with his own creation, he felt waves of joy and desire sweeping over his body, and in a moment of inspiration, he named the figurine Galatea, meaning she... Who is white like milk? The milk That's which, <laughs> milk which oh. Dan puts on his Weetabix. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Pouring <laughs> some sexy milk on my Weetabix. This actually, this story actually really links in with your Weetabix thing right Holy now. Holy crap! I've just used a pint of milk in the last two bowls. <laughs> what is it with Weetabix? It just doesn't. You saw the bowl when I finished the fourth. There's no milk left. I don't know what happens to it. It just like. The Weetabix just... Me- I don't understand where it goes. Maybe, Dan. So I'm not only eating... I'm not only eating lots of Weetabix. You've got to remember my stomach is also full of <laughs> a pint of milk. That's a vegan. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about this. Oh, that uh, poor cow. Um, but also, like, I would, you're right. Oh, where's all this milk going? Maybe milk's going into, you know, the four giant biscuits you're putting in. The four that, dry biscuits. That's what I mean. So I'm also eating, like... I'm also, my stomach is also full of a pint of milk. So it's quite because you know I, I think the last four will be quite difficult because I, I haven't factored that in. It's just like man versus food, but you know this is not going to be aired on TV. <laughs> Barely going to be aired on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> so she who is white like milk. It's it's again this guy is very here nor there. You know what I mean? He's mm. a, it's also an odd name to call something as well. The so Pygmalion he loves making statues of women. And he doesn't like... Yeah, well, he's fallen up with Galatea. Oh, that's sad. You know, like, it's... Uh, everyone has their own thing. He draped... Well, this, this is where it gets a bit even creepier, you know. He draped over her the finest of cloths and bedecked her with the most dazzling of ornaments, adorned her hair with the prettiest of flowers, gave to her the choicest of gifts, and kissed her as a sign of adoration. Now, that's fucked up, isn't it? No, like, he's, he's proper... He's, he's proper making a doll out of this person as well. Like, bear in mind, he, he's shunned other women as well. Like, this is really creepy. He's only, he's only fallen in love with someone that, A, he's made himself, so he's a very... He's narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it's a woman that can't talk back to him. Uh, and also... That's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just like, uh, I only love the women that can't speak. This is a really messed up story uh, in terms of actual the making of a doll and also kissing it as well. That's, that's one thing to make a, an effigy of someone, but to actually like start make making out it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's very odd. I think it's weird because it, not only is it an inanimate object, but it's also the fact that he, he has created it, which in some ways is weirder. It's almost incesty, isn't it, that you would that's something that he has made. There's a sort of power play to it, isn't it? Because it's kind of like... Uh, because he's made it, he, and it's kind of like Westworld a bit, like, they're, they're kind of like having sex with the kind of mm. things that they make, and it's very, uh, yeah, I find it kind of grim that he's only made this thing just so he can, like, love and kiss it. In all fairness, he hasn't had sex with it, but then again, I think we have to infer that from the text as well. Because that's, that's messed up, though, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. He's obviously very sexually attracted to this. And also, that's also a slight humble brag towards his work. It's like, oh my god, 
uh, I've made this this hot piece of art. She's the hottest thing in the world. I'm like, I'm just so good at making things. Like, she's so hot. Like, yeah. <laughs> to literally make love to one of your own creations is like that is a that oh, is saying too much about mm. yourself. You know what I mean? That's like me trying to make out one of my uh, stand-up routines, which I I have done. You have done before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's you know gone the Edinburgh Fringe set. In other news, six Weetabix were in my stomach. Jesus Christ, you're such a grim human being. Pygmalion was obsessed and madly in love with his creation. The spell the lifeless woman cast upon him was too much to resist, and he desired her for his wife. Countless were the nights and days he spent staring upon his creation. This is getting very weird, very fast. You know, mm. it's like this is an obsession, and also um, this is like like a mental illness. You know what I mean? This guy's fallen in love with this thing, and. Uh, to, to desire it for a wife that's even worse as well um, mm. for, we've already talked about how messed up this is as well but um, yeah he's, he's, I don't, I'm not I don't feel sympathetic well I'll, I'll, there's obviously something wrong with Pygmalion but I don't feel that sympathetic <laughs> towards him because he's no. obviously not a nice guy yeah in the meanwhile the celebration of the goddess Aphrodite was fast approaching and preparations were well underway and she's a hot, she's a hot piece of ass herself Aphrodite <laughs> <laughs> and she's a goddess <laughs> I mean, not, I don't mean like, oh, what a oh, Beyonce's like my goddess. I mean, like, no, she's actually a legitimate <laughs> goddess. Aphrodite is the god of love, and if you remember from the Kronos episode, she is um, the goddess that was made out of sea foam as well. Well, uh, no, genitals being thrown into the sea. Wait, uh, well, and lots of sea foam spurted up, and uh, and you know, let's say Dan has a, a lot of sea foam attraction to his wheat bits as well. So, uh, how how are you feeling? I'm okay. I think I can do it, but I'm on. I'm about to finish number seven. Um, I think number seven and eight, it, I reckon it'll be around the 11 and 12th that are going to yeah. be the that's where my mind over matter is going to come in <coughs> <coughs> I've got a Weedabix coughs they always come in around number seven were we saying something uh, well I hope so you're just doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about how hot Aphrodite is oh yeah yeah and, uh, and how she was formed from sea foam from sea foam oh, foaming yeah. from some genitalia with uh, which was thrown in the sea I bet uh, Galatea has a lot of sea foam all over her oh, that's disgusting <laughs> Poor woman. Well, well, she's not. She's just a statue, to be fair. Well, I think we have to be. I think you know. Imagine if she. Well, she's being personified actually, quite a bit by Pygmalion. Let's actually think of it from her point of view. That's, if she's like sentient and she knows everything this person's been doing to him, imagine. We'll talk about it afterwards. That, that must be very odd for her to kind of witness as well. And she, she's like, I'm not. Well, she's not sentient, is she? Yeah. She's not, she's, yeah. On the day of the festival, whilst making offerings to the goddess Aphrodite, Pygmalion prayed with all of his heart and soul, beseeching the goddess that she turns his ivory figurine into a real woman. Touched by his deep veneration, Aphrodite went to the workshop of Pygmalion to see this famous statue by herself. While she looked upon the statue of Galatea, she got amazed by its beauty and loveliness. I, he must have cleaned it up a little bit because imagine like he just kind of got lipstick all over it. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like, so Aphrod- ro- ripped dresses. So Aphrodite's right. walked into his workshop and been like, "Whoa, wow, wow!" Even I'm thinking, "Woo!" Also, what I quite like Galat- Galatea. Pygmalion's just prayed. He's like, "Oh, Aphrodite, can you help me out, please?" And boom, she's appeared. Well, that, <laughs> you, that that's, she must have nothing on her plate. You've never mentioned that. Yeah, so okay. A lot of ugly people in Greek. I also Greece. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the fact that everyone's really blasé that she's Aphrodite. She's like, ah, oh, pop down your workshop. Hey, this is a god like, with the human. And she's like, ah, oh, I'll have a look. Oh, this is a nice figurine. And everyone's like, yeah, that's the god of love. You just pop them down. It's like yeah, you know, just it's like Jeremy Corbyn coming to visit people. 
I would say it is exactly comparable to Jeremy Corbyn visiting. <laughs> Dan, have you, have you finished? Uh, are, you, are you? Is that? What? Oh no, this is number. Yeah, I finished number seven, so I'm about to start number eight. You put the ball down now. Well, I wanted a drink. <laughs> Truth be told, my hand's getting quite cold from holding this because it's got fill the bottom of that. It's got a little cold wee bit milk. <laughs> so yeah, that's another thing cold milk has against you. Yeah? It, actually, the cold milk sent him. I was just thinking that the milk actually is a factor I hadn't really thought about, and that is the amount of milk that I'm consuming in consuming 12 Weedabix. Because I've already finished a pint of milk milk. So I'm not just doing 12 Weedabix, I feel like I'm also downing milk. I that, can do this though, Matt. I, I don't want to say I believe in you. Cause... Anyway, <laughs> looking better at it, Aphrodite found that Galatea looked like her in beauty and imperfection. So, satisfied with this, she granted Pygmalion his wish. So, Aphrodite is going to make um, Galatea come to life. But that's another fucked up thing, because we kind of alluded it to her earlier. If she's sentient, and now she's sentient to what everything that Pygmalion's been doing, now she's going to be like, what the fuck have you been doing to me? That's awful. That is weird, yeah. Also... Although I'm assuming, I hope, for the love of God, that she hasn't been sentient until just now. Yeah, so... But imagine... But I don't think Pygmalion's going to like Why that. am I so sticky? <laughs> Seafoam everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but she's going to be like... Uh, but now Pygmalion's not going to like her because uh, she's going to be like a sentient and like woman, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to be like, do you mind? Actually, I don't, I'm not that into you. And she's like, oh, you, you, all women are just the same. Oh, feminazis. <laughs> it's like, sorry for having an opinion. <laughs> too far, I do hate it when women have opinions. <laughs> that you just stick to your wheat. That's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. That's not ruin 50% of our audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you think we have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> Upon returning home, the master sculptor went straight to Galatea, full of hope. Uh, oh, got a wee big spark coming. Oh, it was a silent one. Did you hear it? Matt heard it in the studio. In the studio. <laughs> Your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the grimmest podcast I've ever done. Yeah, I actually can't smell that. I'm a bit worried. <laughs> Maybe. If your fast don't smell, is that a good or a bad thing? Does that mean you've got some kind of problem? Unless Weedabix uh, have dulled your sense of smell. <laughs> or maybe, maybe Weedabix, if you eat a lot of Weedabix, you don't have, like, smelly farts. Maybe this is her new superpower. Yeah, maybe it is. At first, he noticed a flush on the cheeks of the ivy figurine, but slowly it dawned upon him that Aphrodite had heard his pleas. Unable to restrain himself, he held Galatea in his arms and kept her strongly. I, I was a bit worried when he said unable to restrain himself. That uh, mm, yeah, because it did sound like he just started to unbelt his belt of the buckles. <laughs> yeah, sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> licking his lips. Yeah, much like me when I saw the Weedabix. <laughs> what had been cold ivory turned soft and warm, and Pygmalion stood back in amazement as his beloved figurine came into life, smiling at him and speaking words of admiration for her creator. Now I didn't expect that. To be, oh, alright, Pygmalion, thanks for making me a uh, lovely job, by the way. Uh, I would be a bit more like, um, why is there, a, you know, there's a couple of mouthpieces and holes where there shouldn't have been, and uh, I'm not sure if I like it that much, Pygmalion. But so she's now just like, she was super hot, even as a statue, and now she's like an actual woman. Yeah, but imagine if she had a horrible personality. <laughs> I was thinking that, that'd be hilarious, isn't she? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, she's felt like, what? <laughs> Hey, Pete Million! What? What are you doing? Uh, and she, oh god! And she's like, she like. I'm thinking like Janice from Friends. Oh my god! Yeah, she like comes out like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, can you do that accent down? No, I, I I wish I could, but I wouldn't do it justice. Chandler Bing. Bing. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. And uh, what? Uh, Sandy Two Valley Girl. That's what he's hoping she is. Some kind of like a hot Californian, Australian, you know. But maybe. Maybe. You know, like. In... Oh, thank you for making me out of statue. Out of, out of statue? Is that a material? <laughs> <laughs> out of statue? <laughs> Ivory, obviously. Sorry, I've got, but... got a way to explain. <laughs> but, like, this is actually. Dragon Pygmalion is actually going to be like. Because, you know, like, we live in a modern culture where uh, teenage boys, they're only. Uh, view of sex is through porn so he's going to have a really weird distorted this isn't going to be a real woman for him it's going to be like a porn he, he, I think he expects like a porn woman if you know what I mean like someone like uh, who's going to be like oh my god well he's so obviously bi- well he's probably built up her personality in his head yeah. as to him I mean he's made her and from the clearly from the the first day his chisel left the piece of marble he's just like oh my god yeah Oh my god. Now he's thinking like he's been fantasizing about when she's going to become real. Please, Aphrodite, make her real. And then she has. What personality ticks uh, would be bad for Pygmalion? Do you, what do you reckon uh, that Galatea has which will affect Pygmalion? The thing that he will get really annoyed about. Maybe she's also like really good at sculpting. <laughs> yeah, he's actually, she, she's there. <laughs> she just immediately sculpts herself a better looking husband. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, yeah. what could happen is she could see Pygmalion as her father figure and yeah. not be interested in him sexually. That be- just because he's interested in her sexually. Yeah. She'd just be like, oh, you must be the guy that created me. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Be right back oh. and we find a lover. And he's like, no, you were meant, no. You've made it weird now. Oh, no. So I bet he's, he's quite old, isn't he? And I bet she's quite young. Well, you know, you don't you don't sculpt women uh, for, like, yeah, to be your wife for fun, do you? <laughs> That's true. In other news, I'm eight Willy books down. Four left. Four left. Now, just going to talk you through the strategy. The milk is playing a factor. I can, I can really feel it. By the way, uh, you said that, and I can smell Weetabix on your breath. <laughs> Sorry. I think what I might do is do the last four in twos. Okay. So I'm going to do like nine and ten. Because I think eleven and twelve is where it's going to be difficult. I'll, I'm admitting that now. It's going to be difficult. I used to have twelve a day, not in one go. But I, I can do this. I can do this. You're essentially going like twelve rounds with Mike Tyson here, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Are you impressed so far with my eight? Yeah. I'm not I, feel sure. like, I feel like I did that relatively quickly, actually. Yeah, in all fairness. Uh, I'm not sure if impressed is the right word, but certainly... Disgusted? Yeah, but also bedazzled, do you know what I mean? Uh, like, it's like watching a firework blow up in your face, you know what I mean? This is like, this is... I realise I'm trying to get you to stop eating Wheatwix as much. Uh, it's kind of like a... Like a, a parent find out their kid is smoking, therefore I'm trying to make him smoke the whole packet, if you know what I mean? Like, to this prove is, a point. Yeah, this is like, what I'm trying to do is equivalent. Would you do that to your kid? <laughs> no, I'll just hit him like my mum did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just waterboard him. <laughs> so, in all fairness, we're almost finished, so Dan might have to hurry up towards this, uh, uh, this end. Um, their love blossomed over the days, and before long, wedding vows were exchanged between the two lovers, with Aphrodite blessing them with happiness and prosperity. Again, that's... This seems like a bit of a psycho kind of ending. This this seems I'm like... Old, really cold. <laughs> it's a bit of an odd ending, because like, he... Because there's one more paragraph, but like, it's uh, very happy straight away, if you know mm. what I mean. And Pigment... First, we don't really have that many happy endings in this, because they're usually no, very no. tragic. Someone dies, or gets left on an island, or... <laughs> Yeah, and... Uh, Just named after something. Everyone's a dick, if you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is an odd one. And and also, they, they're kind of... They're moving fast with their relationship, mm, you know right. what I mean? That word was very... <laughs> you, you spat milk over me. Not for the first time. <laughs> Hashtag C-Fum. 
but it's a you know if, if you get married after a couple of days that must be weird you know what, I mean? mm. what does she see in him as well yeah, it's very one-way traffic at the moment, isn't it? And she doesn't have any life outside of him as well. She needs to have some friends in the social yeah. circle. What if they ever break up? Directly ever say, I made you, I will break you. It's going to be weird for her if they do break up. Like, oh, well, it must be weird for her. Can I tell her, what do you do for a living? Oh, funny story, actually. I was, uh, my husband uh, carved me as a sculpture, and then the goddess Aphrodite granted his wish to because uh, she found it a bit weird that he was just making out with me and she was like this is weird Pygmalion let me make him real and then she made me real and uh, here I am yay do you know what job didn't she didn't really have much choice do you know what job she would have she would be a shop mannequin <laughs> <laughs> she'd go like yeah CV quite yeah. Really, have there ever been times when you've been a good mannequin? Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. In my early years, didn't stop doing it. Did it. <laughs> and here's the final paragraph as well. The happy couple had a son, Pathos, who later founded the city of Pathos in Cyprus. Some may say Pygmalion and Galatea also had a daughter, Methalme. The bottom line is the couple lived happily ever after. So, yeah. That's a lot, lot to dig in there. Firstly, Pathos, he's a bit of a dick. Hey, what should I call this city? I found the city... My name's Pathos, what should I call it? Pathos. <laughs> you know, like, at least like Romulus and Remus, it was called Rome, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and then it's weird how in other myths people have had stuff named after them, but it's been named after them after they die. Yeah. In like. Posthumously. But, but yeah, this is just him being like, this is mine. Yeah, my city. Um, we should look into pa- uh, Pathos afterwards. Meth Army as well. Like how it says, some, some say that they had a daughter. We don't really know. Yeah. They definitely had a, a son. Do you reckon if, like, you know, imagine if, uh, you know, Galatea probably wouldn't have a lot of, like, if she needed, like, IVF, do you reckon they'd just make a daughter? Uh, <laughs> That's true, so you yeah. just make another one. Yeah. Actually, that'd be quite a nice service. Like, if Pygmalion could actually use his forces for good, if you know what I mean. So he's just, like, if, if people couldn't adopt, he just makes the, like, figures and Aphrodite can make them fly. It'd like, be a good business plan. Like, uh, Pinocchio. Bespoke children. Bespoke children. Yeah. We should run in that business. No, no, actually, that's, that's... I feel like I'm about to sneeze. Then, <laughs> if oh. you sneeze up, no one can wait a Always happens on number 10. <laughs> yeah. The, the Weedabix sneeze. You ever heard of this phenomenon? No one has, Dan. Anyway, um, what number of Weedabix are you on, Dan? 10. You're on number 10 now, and, uh, well, we, we're going to go into the ranking now, so we'll be back in one second. Hey there, my name is Matt Huss, and in this link I have an American accent, and I advocate the safe use of Miss Podcasts. In small doses. How are you feeling, Dan? Um, okay, uh, like I alluded to earlier, I think, I think number 11, I've just finished number 10, 11 and 12 are going to be, be difficult. I might have to stand up for a bit and let it all, you know, settle. Who is listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> This has been a very weird podcast. I feel like I haven't done much. Apologies, viewers. Oh, f- I don't know again. <laughs> you don't know what... <laughs> you have no idea what a podcast is. Apologies, dude. listeners, if you came for, uh, you know, Dan's witty banter and you've just got Matt and me and Weebix. Matt's banter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I hope you enjoyed that myth. Uh, as per usual, we're going to rank this out of uh, 40 on four different categories and we're going to mark them both. All out of ten. So we have life skills, stuff we can use in practical day to day. Morals, things that uh, we've learned, uh, we can be better ourselves. Creativity, the, the innovation of the myth, and also the WTF factor, the things that make you go, 
Oh, that's fucked up. So, Dan, um, mm-hmm. what do you think of life skills? They're real good. <laughs> What's your favourite thing about... <laughs> so, was that number 11 or 10? Oh, number 10. Okay, you finished number 10. No. And, uh... God, you're a pig. Like Pygmalion. <laughs> Yay! Uh, so, um... What did we learn for life skills? Life skills, we learned that, um... Um, there's number 11 going in the bowl. Oh, he's only doing one! Yeah, because... I think I'll use less milk, and it's the milk that is a problem in my yeah. stomach. I, I, I didn't think like this when I first did four in a bowl. Oh my god. I've had two and a half... Two and a half pints, mate. Uh, also, uh, an interesting thing. Do you have to eat the slurry at the bottom? Well, I, I assume I have to finish the bowl. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it was to do... Problem is, the, the slurry is mostly... Um, like the crumbs that fall in yeah. off the Weedabix. but it's... So the actual biscuits are like yeah. quite whole. And I think that's what we... But I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. <laughs> Every two minutes, I, re- I remember what we're doing. I'm stupid <laughs> it. So, what life skills. We learned how to make a figurine. We learned how to make a figurine. We made, we learned... a, a really good one. A very good one. Like, oh, so sexy. A sexy one. A sexy, yeah, we learned how to uh, make a sexy figurine. We learned how to dress a figurine. We learned how to be a good shop mannequin. Yeah. We also learned um, how to make uh, a figurine turn to life from Aphrodite. Yep. We also learned. Well, it turns to... out you just ask her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also learned. Well, again, life skills and morals already overlap. But we learned how to shun women and how to alienate yep. people. Yep. Uh, we also learned uh, how to name a city. Just name it after yourself. <laughs> yeah, pretty easy. What would you name a city if you could? Hostonia. Hostonia. That's quite cool. That's quite good. See, my name's Selling's Road, so I can't name it Rhodesia because Cecil Rhodes obviously famously did that. Oh, it was literally a place called Rhodesia. And Cecil Rhodes obviously famous for doing 18 Weetabix in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he is always going to have that over your dad. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. It's like, oh, there's like a history of Rhodes music, Museum. It's like, here's Cecil Rhodes here. He founded this great, what, what did he do? Rhodesia, so like South Africa. Yeah, and, yeah. he founded this great Ro- nation. Zimbabwe. What did Dan Rhodes do? Eight, twelve 12 uh, Weetabix in the podcast. <laughs> Uh, what else did what life skills did you learn well I think that's pretty that's much pretty it that's pretty much it yeah so I think that's about maybe about a 6 or a 7 that's, we'd learn quite a bit in all fairness yeah we did learn quite a bit it's more than usual uh, we had, we learned a bit more uh, yeah I would say a 4 or 5 well I think about 6 6 or 7 I think because we're usually quite harsh on life skills that's where those we are really there we are I mean the last one got, Narcissus got 2 out of 10 uh, the best one uh, also Narcissus uh <laughs> I could not, never say his name right. <laughs> but I, I think about 6 or 7, because the only high one we've had is 9 out of 10 for Daedalus, and that was one we learned a lot. But I think this is not as good, but it's, it, I think it's a 7. Uh, give it... I think it is a 7. Give it a 6. A 7, right? Because what, what what more could he do? But It's all in the same vein, in all fairness. Yeah, it's not a different life skill. Daedalus had different skills. Like, we had lots of different stuff. This is just... Scouting. All right, six. 6 out of 10. Okay. So for morals... Um, I think there's quite a lot here uh, in terms of Pygmalion's an awful person. We we learn not to well, give sentience to a thing that you're fucking repeatedly. Uh, uh, and that's Weetabix number 11. No. My God, man. You're more Weetabix than mad at this point. One more, Dan. Come on. I need to finish this up. Well, uh, quickly, morals. Um, Pygmalion's a really fucked up person because he's... Uh, he's we learnt not to kind of firstly shun women and also personify yep. something and also make it your lover as well. That's really messed up. Um, yeah, don't ever have lovers. <laughs> Just Weetabix. Just Weetabix. And cold embrace of Weetabix. This is going to be a quick, this is gonna be a quick 
race for time, this one. Oh, man. This is going to be difficult. That 11, much slower. Than that. I probably ate that at the same pace I ate the first four. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fast. It's just so much milk. That's about, what, two pints? Yeah, coming up for two pints of milk. And I did not factor that in that. So what other things have we learned in morals as well? Well, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be sick. Matt was really hoping before this that I was going to be sick. but uh, We've recorded this uh, on our camera just for posterity. I had that divided quite a bit though. This this is quite the grimmest podcast I've ever done, man. Um, but then we say all these bad things, but it worked out for them. To be fair to them, but in all, my point is that she hasn't known any of her life. She she thinks that she's happy. You know what I mean, she yeah, might well be. It, but it's she, kind of weird, isn't it? Like he's made it for her his own sexual yeah. gratification and gain. I think maybe a six morals, or maybe, maybe. five. It, again, we only we haven't maybe that a much. five. It's not crazy. It's not. I mean, again, we've got to be. We've got to compare them to other myths we've done. Okay, so that's five out of ten. Creativity. This is. It's not out of the realms of imagination, but it's still innovative. I think. Mm. So maybe because it's because um, you know um, we have Aphrodite come down to Earth. Uh, yeah. We also have uh, Paphos uh, at the very end. Uh, but the whole thing about uh, this building of uh, a person as well and coming to life is very odd as well. It is, it is. It is creative though, isn't it? But not overly so. It's not blowing our minds. But maybe like a a five five or six? I think a four or five. You think four? Because it's not that mind-blowing, is it? A guy was another sculpture, it came to life. It's very Pinocchio. Yeah, it's... Not that this is based on... It's a forerunner (laughs) for Pinocchio, isn't it? Yeah. But also... Some say that um, this was based off of Pinocchio. Who, Who says that? Uh, the ancient Greeks, they would have watched the Disney cartoon yeah, yeah. Pinocchio. Yeah, it would be, oh. Yeah. In the, what, 30s or 40s. Yeah. And then, I assume Plato or someone invented a time machine so they could come <laughs> and watch it. Plato. You've not read the essay I wrote it's, about it's, it's Plato's nice. time machine. What a, what a shit movie that would be. You know how weird an episode it is when Plato invented the time machine isn't the weirdest part of it. Shit, okay, that's four out of ten. Oh, WTF, he's, he's on the last bike here, guys. WTF out there, this is high. This is a high one. Very high, What's but fu- it is really fucked up. He f- essentially fucks his own creation, which says a lot about his own ego, but also the fact that he kind of makes a person and... Especially also- when he's already said he hates women. Yeah, exactly. I think this is about eight or nine. Yeah. Or maybe an eight. I think an eight. Yeah, eight. Okay, so uh, let's do a mask play. That's 12 uh, plus five, uh, 17. Uh, it's 23 in total. And is that the end of the podcast? I mean, I just did it. I think I just did it. But when do we end the podcast? This is just the dregs that we discussed. Okay. Who's one here, Dan? You're definitely eating all 12. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for 13. I can do that. <laughs> How do you feel? It's harder than I thought it was going to be. I did not factor in the milk. I've just had two pints of milk. That's, that's quite a lot of fucking milk. You basically did an accidental milk challenge. <laughs> Dan, I um, you've technically won this challenge, but I don't think you've won. <laughs> we, we're all losers today. I've, I've won because I did it. But I... But congratulations! Well done. But I haven't won because I don't know why I did that. <laughs> so, uh, well... Carbill made a difference, man. It really did. And now we can... Now we don't have to talk about... I feel like I'm going to slowly clean up the plate because there is some, you know, there's like the dregs and a little bit of milk left. Let's just slowly chip away at that. So, did you enjoy the myth today, Dan? I did, thank you. Um, sorry if I've been a bit, um, a bit... Preoccupied? Preoccupied. <laughs> I, I feel really bad. I mean, but I was struggling after 10. I, um... So, uh, this, this scored 23 today, and uh, that's... It's, pretty, it's average across the board. Um, it's it's joint with... De- it's actually joint with Deadless, actually. Uh, it's very similar scores. Yeah. Well, it is. It's the same score. But, um, 
But uh, before we go, Dan, uh, slap some of that slur in your mouth. Uh, oh. uh, Wait, do you want some? No. I'm, <laughs> the, oh. Thank you for listening to this. Dan, I owe you 100 weebakes now. You get, get, you get to eat a lot more Thank now. You, <laughs> Thank you. And you that get... was a close one, by the way. I, I realised that when you, when you got to do a, When we were talking about morals... Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I... <laughs> I've still got, I still have one more week, basically. I, just have to, I feel ill because I just had to down that 12th one really quickly. <laughs> Do you fancy going out for dinner after I this? I want to go to sleep. It's the, seriously, the milk got me. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, thank you for um, betting this challenge. Uh, I, I don't feel... I feel like... I've, again, it's like letting a junkie just do smack, isn't it? Um, Were you disgusted? Yeah, but also no. enthralled. Uh, I've never been prouder of you. Uh, do you think I could do it? I think you could, yeah, because I said I might have to sabotage him because he's going to wolf it down, but I was actually, I didn't sabotage him in the end, so it's all you right. You didn't, and I actually, it was, I, you know what I mean? I've learned something today. It was cocky. Was It was harder than I thought it would be. Do you know what it's like, Dan? You know, it's quite similar to a day less than Icarus. You oh. fly too close to the sun. I did fly too close to the but sun. But then in the end, you also ate the sun. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I didn't, I did it. I yeah. Did it. So, it's actually, <laughs> actually... The, Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, um, if you want to get in touch with us... You know I did then your face then? That's kind of weird. Yeah, I did contact with you as I did it too. Sorry. I, I, I understand if you don't want to listen to this anymore. Uh, it, none of the other episodes will be like this, I, I, I promise. Uh, but Oh man, imagine if this is the first episode you ever listened to. <laughs> of any podcast ever. <laughs> you know in Saudi Arabia, they've lifted their uh, 35-year ban of the cinema, uh, and the first film they showed is the Emoji Movie... How fast would you just go? No, that another band. That's what. That. That's what this no, is funny. <laughs> Finally, we can go to the cinema. I don't know why Dracula's going to the cinema. Yeah, <laughs> Transylvania cinema too. That's crazy. But um, that's to the social media, Dan. Okay, if you uh, if you want to do the same challenge, send us a video uh, uh, to. Uh, I'm sure there's people that can do more than twelve. If yeah, if you if you like a bit too much down, why don't you email us at misspodcast at gmail.com and get in touch with us or if you think Dan uh, if you don't like Dan anymore and want to share that with him send us an email at the same place or you can send us a message on Twitter what's our handle Dan? our handle is misspodcast at misspodcast ask me again ask me again ask me again Dan what's our Twitter handle? at misspodcast not at as in at misspodcast at as in the at sign it's like an um, for those listening it's like a it's like, an, uh, like a lowercase a, where the tail of the a has whoop, gone around in a spiral. That, that symbol on your keyboard should be near the enter button. I like that. You've just done like 99% of the talk in that one sentence like you did for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, uh, get in touch with us and also give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, hopefully that was fun for you. Uh, it's certainly traumatising for me, and then I'm going to see Weetabix in my sleep. I was so focused on the Weetabix challenge. What myth did we just do? <laughs> we'll see you again next week, guys. Bye. We'll do the same one. Bye. Myths. Myths. His sculptures were the... Oh, what are you doing, That's going at the end. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>